Hey there, lovely listener. Welcome to the Confidence Connection Podcast, your cozy corner for faith-powered confidence chats that are down-to-earth as your favorite pair of jeans. I'm Ashley Henriot, your go-to conversation partner for this fun, faith-filled journey. Now, we're not here for the holier-than-thou vibes, but to keep it real and relatable. Life's already a bit too serious, right? So why not sprinkle in some humor and some practical faith wisdom? I am so excited that you chose to listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you listen so you never miss an episode and you get to hang out with your girl every Tuesday. I want to personally invite you to our inner circle, a gathering of bold women ready to bring Jesus into their businesses their homes, and relationships. It's more than a community. It's a confidence revolution. Just swing by ashleyhenryout.com to grab your spot. I'm saving you a seat. Um, Hi, everybody. It is not Sunday. It is not Sunday, but it is Tuesday. No, it's not close to Friday. No, it's not scary, but you're here and you're listening to the Confidence Connection. If I haven't introduced myself, hi, I'm Ashley, your host. Happy to have you here. Would you do me a favor real quick? Before uh, we get into today's amazing episode, which is going to be about understanding what rejection can be beneficial for your calling and for your confidence, I, how confidence can actually grow in the fear of rejection. We're going to talk about that. But first, would you do me a favor really quick? I don't text and drive, pull over, or if you're on your phone, if you're blow drying your hair, whatever that is, could you take a second, wherever you're listening today, would you leave uh, a comment, a review, share it with a friend, be like, hey, check this out this morning with me. It's been so good. Whatever that may be, share it on social media, tag me in it. Okay, I want to connect with you and subscribe so we can continue to do this together. It's very helpful for the podcast. And honestly, you won't get to miss an episode because you will get reminders. Don't you just love technology? I know I do. Anyways, I really appreciate it. And while you're doing that, let's go into kind of what we're going to talk about today. Listen, what is confidence in the fear of rejection for women? Let's be real. Rejection is probably the worst feeling any woman could ever feel. And the word that I find in rejection is fear. Okay, we all fear, but hey, listen, rejection is just a redirection, right? Grab your favorite cup of tea, coffee, water. Let's get ready to listen into some really good stuff that God put on my heart. I want to turn rejection, and we've all faced it, into a really powerful tool. I always had a fear of rejection and a fear of disappointment. It was actually like a thorn in my side, and it really stopped me from having really solid relationships. It stopped me from diving deeply and being intimate with people, not realizing that not only was I thinking I was protecting myself, but I was actually harming myself from what God truly had for me. 
and what I could have experienced with other people because of that fear. And instead of looking at trying to protect and avoid rejection because I found it as a risk, I didn't see it as a redirection, I isolated and it caused me to become a yes man, a people pleaser, or just a fake kind of person. And I don't want that for you, okay? The first thing I would want people to know about rejection and what I've learned in this journey of literally being rejected most of my life is that we need to embrace rejection as a teacher. Now, I don't know if you know about me, but I was a teacher. And and it's so funny because I can't, I went to be a teacher so I could do a few things. One, it's the same schedule as my kids. I was a single mom. And two, I did not know how to parent. I had no idea what I was doing. And I wanted to see how to parent your children. I wanted to study other parents and how they packed their lunches, how they spoke to them, because I had no clue what to do. I didn't have much normalcy in my life. I only had rejection. But I learned in becoming a teacher that I was going to get so much more out of that And then that season of my life and that calling at that time was actually preparing me for where I am today and to be able to teach that the rejection that I was trying to avoid was actually the best teacher in how to grow in wisdom and avoid not being afraid, okay, but taking the risk just the right kind, okay, taking the risk just the right kind. Rejection is what, if we could go here, I love analogies as like a tough mentor, okay? It is the mentor or coach that we all had in school. It feels harsh, but in hindsight, we realize that it teaches us the most valuable lessons. It's the teacher that we remember the most. And I have many of those really tough teachers that I have learned to look back on, not for fear, harm, or hurt, but for strength to remember what it taught me and how I can move forward in the risk of rejection with wisdom and confidence. Rejection always felt like a setback. It honestly feels hopeless. It's the, it's like the definition of hopelessness. And I learned in when I, I didn't make giving up an option that uh, it actually was a profound setup for something greater. When you make the boundary or the decision that giving up isn't an option, whether that's in your marriage, in your job, in your church, whatever that is for you, If you make giving up not an option, you will face rejection. But if we confront the face of rejection, then we will find redemption and restoration. And the way that we do that is transforming rejection into resilience. So first we need to look at rejection as, okay, what can I learn in this moment? It's the best teacher. But now how can I use this to become resilient, which is the definition of endurance. And so how do we practically transform rejection into resilience? 
I've got practical strategies and I want to share them with you, obviously, from reframing from negative self-talk. Okay, so we need to find hidden opportunities, what I like to call them, in the hiding place opportunities with rejection. And these techniques are like the secret weapon of our our confident arsenal because we have to protect our confidence. It's our responsibility to do so because God put a calling on your life. And just like every disciple and person that has been called by God in the gospel, in the Bible, they had to protect their anointing. You have to protect your calling by protecting your confidence. And so in the way that we do that, we need to shift our perspective and we need to avoid negative self-talk. And it's a big rule in my house. Like my kids are not allowed to say anything negative about themselves because I understand the damage that it does to your mind and to your body. And so when we shift our perspective and embrace rejection, it becomes a huge part of our growth journey because it doesn't only boost our confidence, but also opens doors that we could have never imagined because you are confronting the things standing in front of the door that God wants to open up for you. Because negative self-talk, what it does is it is telling you in front of this door of opportunity that you're not good enough for it. You're not good enough for this opportunity. You're not good enough for God. You're not good enough for what God has for you. Friend, let me tell you something. That is a liar, a bully, and someone who is making you feel rejection. But if you run away of the risk of it, avoiding the feeling of all, you're going to miss the door of opportunity. I know you're loving today's episode. Before we jump back in, let's get real about something any of us face. Do those nagging self-doubts, imposter syndrome, the fear of rejection ever hold you back from being bold in your business, in your relationships, in the world, especially when you're aiming to align with your mission for Jesus? Well, here's the scoop. My Confidence Connection two-day virtual workshop is your compass to navigate those challenges. We're rolling up our sleeves to tackle imposter syndrome head on, kick the fear of rejection to the curb, empower you boldly to align your business with your mission for Christ. And we're not stopping there. In this workshop, I'll equip you with practical strategies, silence those confidence killers, You'll walk away with actionable steps to conquer self-doubt, slay imposter syndrome, confidently shine your light for Jesus in your business and ultimately in your life. And the exciting part, you could snag a bundle of confidence boosting goodies like my confidence code quiz, my ebook, five days to a more confident you, a coffee on me or a few and a sweet discount code for our inner circle and even more surprises. Don't wait another second. Visit ashleyhenriot.com workshop right now to secure your spot. Let's conquer those confidence killers and the challenges. Line your business with your mission and boldly shine your light for Jesus with practical strategies in hand. I'll even link it in the show notes for you. 
So don't forget to check that out after this episode. And so you need to confront it with truth and be like, no, I am capable enough. I am called enough. I am a child of God. No feeling, no emotion, no lie, no person gets to define me. Get out of my way, Satan. When we look at that as, you know what? I get to stand up. I get to endure and I get to confront. I get to become confident. I am transforming into the newness of who Christ made me to be because there will be many doors and many bullies standing in front of them, but it's you who has to keep pushing through to finally reach the level. And so that brings me to this point number three that I want to talk to you about, and it's finding and protecting your confidence with self-compassion. So rejection is a great mentor. And in that, rejection builds resilience. And now how do we become self-compassion, compassionate in that? So self-compassion, my sweet friends, is very important. It's what I call my superpower. Because rejection can trigger a wave of self-doubt and criticism towards yourself. And I want to guide you through a gentle self-compassion exercise. I want to show you how to be kinder during moments where you start to feel that self-doubt and that negative self-talk and condemnation come up. The way that I want you to do this is, for example... You may look crazy sometimes doing this. There have been moments when I first got married, it was ugly. There was no honeymoon phase. It was hell phase, okay? And marriage is beautiful, but it brought out things in me that I didn't even know were issues until I got into a pretty solid relationship. Isn't that interesting that that's where Cinderella and our Disney movies that we grew up on went wrong? When we get married, we think it's happy ever after forever and ever, but it's actually when we get married and we find the person that we love, do we truly confront the things about ourselves that we don't love? Because we want this person to love everything about us and things that aren't loved start to creep up and we can project that onto the person that we love and that we want to accept us for who we are. And the best way to do that is to face this kind of risk of rejection with that other person. And so going back to my story, oh man, those feelings creep up like a lot. And when they would creep up, I immediately would want to self-sabotage. And what I mean by that is I would genuinely be like, you know what? This feeling is real. You don't like me. You're trying to hurt me. I'm going to hurt you. I'm not going to let anybody hurt me ever again, right? And it's this facade that we put on like we're tough, but it's actually really toxic And I learned that I don't want to hurt this person that I love and that no one deserves some conditional standard of love. No one deserves to be talked to disrespectfully. That is not who we are supposed to be as Christ believers. And so there were nights when I would feel rejection rise up and I would feel so lonely in those moments and so unwanted that I didn't know what else to do except to get down on my knees and turn on everlasting love at the time 
That was like my beginning marriage seasonal song. Hide in a corner and sing this song. We put our hope in you, Lord. We put our hope in you. We put our hope in you, Lord. And it was such a powerful song because it talks about my confidence is in you, Lord, confident that you love me. And I also learned that as I was singing those words, there were other words that started to come up about you are loved, Ashley. You deserve love. You are a princess. You are a daughter of Christ, a daughter of the most high God, and he loves you unconditionally. And it on an outside level would look like I was a psycho in a manic episode, rocking back and forth, but I was confronting rejection. I wasn't acting on it. I wasn't projecting it onto this other person. I wasn't running from it. I was comforting, embracing, and loving myself through it. And I want you to know that rejection in doing that wasn't allowed to measure what my worth was. And that's not what rejection is. It never will be. And don't let it be. Don't let rejection be a measure of your worth. Let it be a redirect towards something better, bigger, and beautiful. Embrace it. Learn from the rejection and watch how it fuels your confidence journey and wisdom. In the midst of hurts and disappointments from other people, the enemy wants to use those to harm us. All the people that hurt us, all the times that life was unfair, but God wants to use it for our good, to make us stronger, to build our character, to give us more endurance. So as the world keeps falling, and it will, and we continue to face trials and disappointment, we become more resilient and better in how to handle it, not run from it, not anymore. Make a declaration today that you are not running from rejection. You are embracing it. You are using rejection to build resilience so God can restore what was stolen from you. I want you guys to know that in doing this, you yourself can create community. I have created community in doing this. It's called the Inner Circle. You should come. You should join it. My table is big enough. You will find more about the Inner Circle in the show notes. But I've learned that community is the connection to confidence and souls supporting each other. I want you to know in this journey of you facing rejection, you don't have to do it alone. And you get to do it with like-minded women who also are doing the same thing. There is no one out there who is not facing some type of crap of rejection. Maybe it looks different, but no one has to do it alone. No one has to sit in a corner and that looks like a manic episode. We can call a friend or a sister and be like, I'm feeling this today. And I'm here's the thing. With facing rejection, it takes risk to see the lie. I believed lies about myself, but I also believed lies about other people. And it wasn't until I actually faced it and spoke it out loud and brought it to the light that I realized that it was a lie from the pit of hell. 
when you hear yourself talk about things that your mind is trying to tell you is true and it comes out, you're like, that sounds ridiculous. And the enemy wants you to keep it in. He wants you to hold it together. But we don't have the capability to do that. So in understanding the beauty of holding a posture of resilience by embracing rejection as a teacher, you need to understand that broken is beautiful because in an opportunity for as you're broken, it is an opportunity for God to put you together. Let him put you together and know that he will. I love you guys. Remember, I'll see you next time. Just a quick reminder. I love to read the reviews. I love to read the comments and the testimonies when people listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. And so if you found this episode helpful today, if you're like, yes, I have been facing a season of rejection and confrontation, but confrontation is good. And we're going to talk about that on another episode of how confrontation can happen without canceling. And so I want you to know if this was for you today, I want to hear about it. What takes two seconds for you or if you're willing to tell me how this helped you in such a hard season, I want to read it. I want to read it on the podcast and read it on social media. So tag me in it if you share it. Take two seconds out of your day to impact someone else's because when we leave reviews that do not take you any time, it pushes out to hundreds of other people who also need this episode and you get to be part of that. So help your girl out, help out this community, and I will see you next Tuesday on The Confidence Connection. I love you guys. Okay. As we wrap up another heart-to-heart episode of The Confidence Connection podcast, remember, your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs, and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love, subscribe and leave a review. It's like a virtual high five. It helps us keep these conversations as down to earth and as relatable as your morning coffee. And speaking of practical strategies, conquering confidence killers, consider joining us at our Confidence Connection Workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident crushing doubts, slay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Till our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life.